0: Bogut to the rack, and he jammed it. Oh, my goodness. Locked by
1: Bogut. The Warriors big man joins our big man. The Andrew Bogut Show with Mr. T. Now, here's Tom Tolbert. Time to talk a little NBA with Warriors center Andrew Bogut. We do it once a week. Andrew, what's going on, man?
2: How uh, much? How are
1: you guys doing? Oh, fantastic! How was your Thanksgiving holiday? Uh, not as good as yours, probably.
2: How was your vacation?
1: It was good. I enjoyed it. Had a little time with the family in Vegas. Ate a little food. Watched some sports. Drank some beer. Like I told Ray, I did the same thing I do here. I did it in Vegas.
2: Taking the family to the sea, you know, Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's uh? Is Thanksgiving celebrated in Australia the same way here, same in turkey and stuffing and all that kind of stuff?
2: No, no, we generally don't give thanks to, to you guys discovering your country.
1: You don't? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I thought you might. No, no, we, we don't. I mean, do you guys celebrate Australia Day? I'm guessing not. As a matter of fact, well, how, does. Do you, well how do you celebrate it? If you celebrate it by drinking beer, I celebrate it. <laughs>
2: Oh, we drink we drink beer with everything, so it doesn't have to be a celebration. But we uh, we we have Australia Day in the end of January. It's basically kind of like our our kind of Independence Day per se, and it's generally celebrated with you know a lot of beer. Um, it's outside because it's summer there, and uh, barbecues are all fired
1: up. So it's a pretty cool thing. Well, let's get the foot out of the way since we ask it every single week, and I know you're sick of talking about it. But are we uh, we uh, on target for this Saturday returning?
2: No, no, definitely not. I don't think so. Um, there's really no timetable for return right now. Um, it's frustrating the hell out of me, but um, yeah, it's just uh, it's taking a very slow course uh, right now, and um, the, the, you know people are speculating when I'm going to be back and and all that type of stuff. So I, I haven't commented on any of that stuff mm-hmm. that's, that's been put out there by um, your counterparts, I guess. And. I'm just trying to get it get it right to, to play, but thankfully we are playing very well at the moment. Um, but at the same time, I you know I'm still probably yeah. a week at least, at least a week, probably more away.
1: Well, give me a feel for what you're feeling when you're going out there and and testing it out on the practice court.
2: Well, I mean, be able to test it on the court. I mean, okay. around the treadmill today, uh, long G and it didn't didn't pull up too well. It's just um, basically when I was in LA, I got some scans and. There's a lot of edema on the bone still, which which you may have turned as a bone bruise. Um and that's what's what's causing my swelling and my tightness and my stiffness and the achiness. So until we can correct that where it doesn't come and go the way it is right now, um, we're kind of square one. There's, there's days where I don't have it at all and I feel great, but then I try to do a little more than I should that day and then it bites me in the ass the next morning, so I gotta be very careful.
0: Have you had two good days in a row on the ankle yet?
2: Uh, yeah, when I was off it. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so when it's elevated, it's doing great. Yeah, well, loading it, you know, to yeah. NBA schedule, no, no, with the NBA schedule, with the, the games and practices and the flights, no. Um, you know, I was playing through some pain at the start there and try to push through it. But you know, we're trying to get it right, and it's, it's got everyone baffled, including myself. And um, you know, it's it's a frustrating time in my career right now. I'm trying to trying to get it right and trying to be back out on the floor. But at the same time, you know, I can't afford to come back on the floor for three or four games, and then, and then then come back to where I am now. So um, however long it takes, it takes. I know fans out there don't want don't to hear that, and I apologize. But, you know, it's, it's going to have to run its course, and once it's ready, it's ready.
1: Hey, don't worry about apologizing. I just asked you if you celebrated our holiday in Australia.
0: It didn't get any worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, their Thanksgiving <laughs> is basically our 4th of July. Don't get me confused. Well, right? no, the, what did he say, except it's, it's barbecues, it's beers, it's being outside? This is true. I mean, I realize yeah, well, for you that's it, Thursday. But...
2: <laughs> yeah, essentially, yeah. Essentially, we also have um, ANZAC Day, which is our Veterans Day. Uh, we have uh, Labor Day. You guys have Labor Day, but we don't really have a, a Thanksgiving as per se, um, where we thank you know us um, people for you know for whatever whatever happened back then in America.
1: Oh, brother! Good stuff. We think <laughs> you thank
0: you thank the brewers of the Commonwealth. <laughs>
1: Exactly right. Yes. Uh, oh, talking to Andrew Bogan here on KMBR. What'd you think about? Uh, I talked to Jarrett Jack yesterday. I didn't know Reggie Evans. Reggie Evans was a good friend of his, but I thought it was fairly fitting that Reggie Evans was the first player docked five thousand dollars for flopping, being that he was the star of the anti-flopping videos to the league.
2: Well, yeah. I was watching the game yesterday against New York, I think he might have another one coming. He might. He might have a you know massive portion of his check might. Uh, might well see the NBA in the near future because, you know, he had another one last night when he got stripped of the ball, so um, I know the NBA is going to be all over that. But, you know, that's that's Reggie. I mean, he's he's a guy that you hate playing against, but, you know, if you ask me if I've had him on my team today, I'd, I'd take him in a heartbeat. He, he plays he plays as hard as he can. He probably flops a little too much, but, you know, he's, he's mental warfare out there and he's trying to get his team more. In.
1: Is it a good thing? Is is the flopping rule good? Jared, Jared argued that the referees need to be more vigilant in not calling the flops, which I think is tough sometimes because when someone falls down, you almost feel like you need to call something. I would like to see more play-on situations where you swallow the whistle, and even if it looks bad, just let the game continue on. But from your standpoint, is it a good thing they're being proactive with this? Do you think it will help, or do the officials need to do a better job of trying to recognize what is and isn't a flop?
2: Well, I think the fines are, are are a little harsh. I think a technical foul for a flop um, should be the the happy medium right now. I think mm-hmm. if you get caught flopping, and problem is the referees can get fooled and they're human like everyone else. They make mistakes. Um, the issue with playing on through flops is if someone someone falls on the ground under the basket, you know you essentially have to call something because if they get they get their face stepped on. Um, not only that, they, they leave, you know, if they're a sweaty player, they, they, they leave a the wet spot on the floor that can cause injury. So there's a wide variety of issues that, that flopping actually can cause. Um, but I think the fine is a little harsh, um, just because of a fair bit of money, but at the same time, obviously, it needs to be a stand taken.
0: Is, could you imagine such a situation where, where you would flop, or is this simply a principled stand with you that you'd never hit the deck unless you really. Had had to hit the deck.
2: Well, generally, I, I take a lot of charges. So people would have see you know, see that as flopping. Um, but I take a fair bit of charges. But I'm a position defender. So if a guy's mm-hmm. going to run over me, you know, it's, when you get run over, I get run over. Um, but
0: you would know the difference. I'm not. T- I'm not talking about yeah, other people's I, judgment. You would know the difference if you flopped or not.
2: Yeah, well, hundred hundred percent. I think the, the the ones where the league, you know, are really stamping down on is when you're flailing your arms and trying to get a call out of a referee hence I'm dribbling the ball and I get a little bit of contact and I accentuate it. I mean I'm not a guy that does that, um, personally, but there are a lot of guys that do it and I think Reggie's Reggie's notorious for it. You know, Reggie Evans would you know, he'd be beating the crap out of you on the way down the floor, hitting you and hitting you and hitting you off the ball and then then you you know, you give him one back and he falls down, you get a foul call, they're the ones that need to stamp out, I think. But um I think it's tough, like I said, there's only three officials out there you know, everyone everyone out there watching watches the game on TV has, has the benefit of replays, and they can be the world's best judge after they see five or six replays when a referee has a split-second decision to make, and it's very, very hard. The referees have a very tough job.
1: Don't you find yourself when you're in that position, Andrew? Because I am with you. I hated those guys that would bang you, bang you, bang you, and then when you bang them back, they'll flop and draw a foul. I mean, do you find yourself, and I've did this a few times, just hauling off and whacking a guy with an elbow in the chest, thinking, you know what? If I'm going to get called for it, at least I'm going to get a full yeah. shot in. Yeah, I've been
2: there, man. I've, I've definitely been there. I've done that a couple of times. Um, obviously, like you said, if you know if you know they're going to go down, you might as well make him, make them earn it. Um, and that's you know, it's, it's, like, where I play down low, you know, there's a lot of a lot of elbows, a lot of a lot of um, a lot of physicality. That sometimes you're going to get one in the chops, you're going to get one in the face. You just got to deal with it. But you know, once you start going down and rolling around on the floor. I think that's what the NBA is trying to stand out, and I think it definitely will help the game.
1: Is there one guy that you play against? Because in my day it was Bill Cartwright that wasn't doing it uh, intentionally, but he just he seemed to be all elbows, knees, and hip bones, that no matter where he was posting up or how he was guarding you or you had to guard him, it was like going through a wood chipper. You were just going to get hit with elbows in the face and knees to the – to the uh thighs and it was going to hurt guarding him. Is there one guy out there that you play against that you know when you play against him, not because he's dirty, just because of the way he plays that you're gonna take a beating?
2: Well not not right now in the league, but I had a guy on my team by the name of John Brockman. He's out of the league now. He's in France, I believe. He was a Milwaukee and he was he was he was the epitome of that. He just <laughs> he played so hard that he would, he would he would literally hurt people at practice. Um and that's the way he played. He wasn't doing it on purpose. He just saw the ball and he'd go for it. And He basically got everyone at least once or twice for a practice session. And, and you know, it is tough. you got to kind of know going into games to try and avoid avoid certain guys that kind of just are flailing them all over the place. But every now and then, you know, like I said earlier, you're going to get knocked in the face and the throat and in, 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 you know, in the in the nose. And that's that's just the way the NBA game is, especially, you know, for a big fella.
1: Yeah, that was Greg Kite when I was playing with... <laughs> Orlando. They, Matt Gukas would not let Greg Kite guard Shaq in practice because he was afraid he was going to hurt him. So guess who got the honor guarding Shack? Shaq? Me. Guess how that <laughs> worked out? Not well.
0: <laughs> how much flopping did you do? Oh, I didn't have to flop with Shaq. And Shaq would
1: hit me. I'd end up in the third row. It wasn't a whole lot of uh, whole lot of fun. Hey, What have you seen in watching this team on the defensive end? You played against this team before when it was a fun night for the offensive players. You know you're going to get some numbers against them. This year the team isn't shooting very well, but defensively you're holding teams to 43% field goals against, which is has to be one of the best numbers here for the Warriors in a long, long time. What are you seeing as the reason why they're able to do what they've been able to do defensively?
2: I think we we made that onus even before training camp that we're going to be a better defensive team, and um, most most of the guys on the team are bought in. Everyone's trying to be everyone. Everyone doesn't want to be that that guy they got scored on. So I think guys are starting to take it personally. Um, the shooting percentage, I think that's normal. You, you, it's very hard in the NBA to, to, to guard 24 seconds in a shot called play, great defense, and come, come to the other end and shoot You 50-60%. Know, it's just not going to happen. Um, you see a lot of teams do one or the other very well. There's ever rarely a, a team that does both very, very well and and if there is they usually win a championship. So I think we'd rather we'd rather play, you know, in the we know we can score a hundred pretty easily, even shooting about percentage, but if we can keep teams in the nineties, you know, we have we have a massive advantage and I think coaches and and our staff have been very supportive of our defensive schemes. Everyone's bought into it and um, you know, everyone everyone thinks that we can even get better.
1: Andrew, always appreciate the particip- participation in the show. Always a lot of fun talking to you, and hopefully there'll be a day coming up soon we won't have to spend time talking about the ankle. We can talk about your performance on the court. No worries. Happy Australia Day. I <laughs> appreciate <all right. laughs> I knew that in fact, was Let's ce- Thanks, celebrate Andrew. now
0: in the time-honored traditional way. What
1: is wrong with me? <laughs>